Welcome to the show. It's the True Tech Podcast. Jalen Man, your host, talking about all the good and bad things inside the world of tech. Thank you, everybody, who is listening to the show. This is episode number 14. It's a big week, and we cover the OnePlus 8 series. Before we get to that, for all of you who aren't familiar, we cover the biggest topics in the world of tech every week and the stuff that really matters to you, and we get in-depth with it. Also, this show is brought to you by you. Patreon.com slash TrueTech is the way to support this. I am completely independent, and I'm so grateful for you all who ha- have supported the show. Right now, it starts at $1 per month. If the value I bring you is a cup of coffee per month, then that's $5. We got 10 20 and the $100 True Techie level as well. You get different benefits at each level. And the biggest stuff, though, is for you to be on this show. And also, you'll get a completely ad-free version of the show. And you don't get to hear any of this. And we jump into all the good stuff. And thanks again for your support. I'd really... I gratefully appreciate it. Patreon.com slash TrueTech is the way to support it. Alright, without further ado, let's get to the OnePlus Series 8. So, OnePlus has been getting closer and closer to flagship level. Before, OnePlus, the OnePlus Series were a flagship killer with the low prices and great experience. But now, they're raising their prices and getting to flagship level. And they're just getting closer and closer with time. So the OnePlus 8 is, the the main feature about this phone is the screen. It's a 120Hz dis- display panel that's 6.55 inches on the regular OnePlus 8 and a 6.7 inch display on the OnePlus 8 Pro. And it's just getting really close to like the Samsung screens. It's a really nice screen. and you get quad HD plus with 120 hertz at the same time. Something that Samsung hasn't been able to let um, their phones be able to do. And this OnePlus removed the headphone jack, but it also has a hole punch. So they swapped it with the pop-up selfie camera. But I think that was the really unique part about the OnePlus phones. Their pop-up. They had a really nice way to do it, but... I guess they switched back to the hole punch. And also another thing to note about the displays, the curved edges are a bit annoying because it, it has a bit of some accidental presses that you might find when you're using it. Aside from making the camera notably less cool to operate, this isn't such a loss because that switch likely made the new phones more water resistant given the OnePlus 8 Pro has a IP68 water resistance, which is amazing because they haven't had a certified IP rating, and now they do. The new phone brings the base level handset to a flagship level, as I said before, and it has a lot of great specs. It polished almost everything, and the camera's improvement and even the display is is a huge, huge upgrade. Last year, the band's phones finally split between an affordable standard version and a pro model. That was a substantial upgrade in terms of both features and looks. But this year, the OnePlus 8 gets physical refinements that weren't granted to 2019's more affordable models. 
So basically, um, the OnePlus 8 looks a bit more flagship with this curved edge waterfall display and punch hole for its selfie camera. No, this is the OnePlus 8, not the Pro. And they're really similar for the $200 price range. Well, it depends on which model you get. Like, you could get the 8 gigabyte. 8 gigabytes of RAM with um, 128 gigabytes of storage or 12 gigabytes of RAM with 256 gigabytes of storage for each phone OnePlus 8 or OnePlus 8 Pro so it depends and it goes as low as 699 and gets up to as high as 999 so the OnePlus 8 doesn't pack all of the Pro's features it misses out on a telephoto lens and wireless charging but the essentials are all here. A Snapdragon 865 chipset with what I said before, 8 gigabytes of RAM and or 12 gigabytes of RAM, a 6.55 inch um, full HD AMOLED display, 1080p, and a 4,300 milliamp hour battery that can be fully charged in an hour using the warp charge 30T charger included in the box. Its specs are impressive though, but the 5G connectivity, the OnePlus is 8, 699 around price tag makes it the most affordable 5G phone in many markets. It has a few drawbacks and hard not to recommend as the few budget flagship of 2020 so far. So the OnePlus is going to release this phone on April 21st, 2020 to the public in Europe and in the US. So the OnePlus 8 starts at 699, putting it above the launch of the OnePlus 7, which was around $640, and the OnePlus 7T, which was 599. That initial price is for the 8 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage option, which goes up to 799 for the OnePlus 8. And for the 799, you get 12 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. Pre-orders start on April 14th in Europe and delivers on April 21st, while North America can purchase the phone starting April 29th. Given the higher polish and 5G connectivity, we aren't totally surprised by the price hike, though that means OnePlus's new phones competes more directly with flagships like the iPhone 11. OnePlus has been making inroads into the US market and OnePlus 8 will be available in T-Mobile, which includes Sprint, and also for Verizon for the first time. With the carrier field having been reduced after T-Mobile's merger with Sprint, the OnePlus 8 unavailability on A&T is less of a blow. While standard OnePlus 8 phones will support sub-6 5G, Verizon is getting a special version that will also work on its millimeter wave 5G network, as well as its future mid-brand network. That Verizon version can be ordered on April 29th in Onyx Black, or an exclusive Polar Silver Hue, and can be added to a contract for $33 a month for 24 months. So the OnePlus 8 comes in three colors and two finishes, the Onyx Black and Intercellar Glow, 
Colors come with glossy glass on the rear, whilst glacial green has a matte texture. And also talking about the glacial green, I think that's an amazing color, even though it didn't look that great on the website. If you hold it, it just looks so much different, and you'll be surprised by how how premium it looks. So the, let's talk about the design now. It's polished vertical rear camera bump, which isn't as, it doesn't stick out as much as the OnePlus 8 Pro, but it still sticks out a bit. And like I said no, before, no pop-up selfie camera, and they're doing a punch hole. And the selfie camera is, and the design of the phone is 160.2 millimeters by 72.9 millimeters by 8 millimeters. As we've noticed, the OnePlus 8 is more iterative take on its predecessor, the OnePlus 7T, but it includes enough improvements to make it a serious budget flagship handset. And in some ways, the new OnePlus phone has less competition, given that the Samsung Galaxy S20 line doesn't have its own lower-priced equivalent, because the Samsung Galaxy S20 line only goes up to, it go only goes, um, low as $999 and goes up to $1,400, which is very expensive. But the OnePlus 8 has also been elevated closer to the Galaxy S range level with the kind of touches that put Samsung flagships in a in a different league to the OnePlus 7T. These include the waterfall style curved display edges, which used to be the provenance of the OnePlus 7 Pro and OnePlus 7T Pro, leaving the cheaper models with flat screens. And as previously mentioned, the circular camera bump in the OnePlus 7T has been swapped for a vertical strip. It protrudes a bit more than the camera housings on other phones, so a phone case that flush with the lenses will be sensible purchase. In terms of selfie style, the OnePlus 8 lacks the, the selfie camera that the 7T had and their pop-up front-facing cameras. It's a bit of a shame, but we are always just a little nervous that the safety feature incorporated into those phones. The popped up lens would retract if the phone detected it was falling, wouldn't kick in for some reason, and we're extra careful when using them when the camera deployed. The OnePlus 8 is a bit more robust for not having moving parts. The OnePlus 8 has the volume rocker on the left side and a lock button on the right both sticking out further than last year's OnePlus phones, and they offer a more satisfying click sensation to the boot. The brand's signature silence slider, located above the lock button on the side, has a more tactile feel when switching between ring, vibrate, and silent modes. As phones get ever heavier, the OnePlus 8 180g feels well-balanced, although the OnePlus 8 Pro is a bit heavy at 199 grams. On paper, it doesn't seem that bad, but when you hold it, that's where you see the difference. And the display is a 6.55 inch AMOLED display, full HD plus resolution at 90 hertz, so you're not getting the 120 hertz that the 8 Pro is getting. It also has a curved waterfall style display edge on the OnePlus 8. The regular version. So the OnePlus 8 packs a 6.55 inch AMOLED display within full HD plus 2400 by 1080 resolution. 
its aspect ratio is 20 to 9, and it's pretty narrow, which has become more popular in phones, and for a good reason. The OnePlus 8 is easier to physically handle, say, if you're trying to text while holding it one-handed, although the OnePlus 8 Pro isn't as great when you're one hand when you're using it for one-handed. It's not the highest resolution display, like the WHQHD screens. In theory, this means you won't have as sharp of a picture, although that would all only be the case when you're watching high-resolution media anyways. In practice, the resolution here is fine for casual media consumption. You'd really only notice a difference when you're placing phones side by side and are reading really small text, then you would really notice. Netflix shows were just as sharp, though the OnePlus 8 did blow out bright backgrounds, leaving sunny skyboxes without much detail. What you will notice is the screen is brighter than those on the OnePlus 8's predecessors. Compared to the screen on the OnePlus 7 Pro, the OnePlus 8's display is easier to see in day daylight, which is crucial when you're looking at it with the sun directly overhead. And when it's nighttime, the OnePlus 8 outshines literally nearly every other flagship on the market. The OnePlus 8 packs an in-screen fingerprint sensor, which is fast and accurate. Although sometimes it might miss it when it's off. When the phone's on, it'll be fine. But I've had many technical difficulties with the in-fingerprint sensor when the screen is off. The phone also features reading mode for and Zen mode, both of which debuted on the OnePlus 7. While the use cases for both are not that great, they're nice to have, especially now that they're spending even more time nose down in our handsets, and both than ever could benefit from the odd screen break. Like the 2019 OnePlus's phones, the OnePlus 8 display packs a maximum 90Hz refresh rate, which is pretty good for the price it's coming at, $700. And you could also switch it to 60Hz, which saves you battery, and you might tell the difference though. But the 90Hz is nice when you're, smoothing, when you're scrolling, and is smoother experience overall. For example, when you're looking at your Instagram feed, when you're scrolling, it just looks so much smoother than 60Hz, like the iPhone. So the cameras, there are three rear cameras, a 48 megapixel main, 16 megapixel ultra wide, and a two megapixel macro. I think they should have went with the, um, a telephoto lens instead of a macro lens because I'd rather that more. And uh, it records 4K 60 frames per second video and 16 megapixels for the front facing camera. So the OnePlus 8 packs a Decent, decent trio of rear cameras, and for the first time in a while for the brand, one of them is not a telephoto. Like some of the other 2020 flagships, OnePlus basic model forgoes optical zoom for digital, leaning on its 48 megapixels f1.75 main shooter and crop zooming to simulate a telephoto effect, although it's not really telephoto. This works well enough for the OnePlus 8 at low settings, but we couldn't advise using it beyond 2x or 3x. Shots taken at the maximum 10x digital zoom are really blurry. 
not something you'd ever share on Instagram. To be fair, other phones digitally assisted maximum zoom levels also take photos that look more like impressionist paintings. Though their optical telephoto lenses typically stretch their upper limit between 10x. The one exception, the LG V60, takes notably sharper pictures as its own 10x max, likely owing to the larger 64 megapixel sensor on its main shooter. It's a different story with the OnePlus 8 Pro, which has a 3x optical zoom. Although it's not really 3x optical zoom, it's basically a 12 megapixel regular wide camera and it just crops in for 3x, which looks like 3x and is 8 megapixels. So they're not really having a telephoto camera, but you're not getting as much detail either. It's a bit blurry, but you could still, it's still usable. And instead of a telephoto camera, like I said before, OnePlus has chosen to equip the OnePlus 8 with a 2 megapixel macro camera for close-up photography of flowers, pets, or anything. However, we didn't find this to be terribly useful or even that precise at ultra-close, millimeters away, distances we've seen other macro lenses on the Moto G Stylus and G Power, for example, achieve much more accurate focus up close. Thankfully, the OnePlus 8's 16 megapixel f2.2 ultra-wide lens is far more useful. Its 116 degree field of view is great for outdoor shots, and even better for indoor ones, although it's not more remarkable than similar lenses on other phones. And a quick note, the ultra-wide camera on the OnePlus 8 isn't as wide as it is on the OnePlus 8 Pro. The OnePlus 8 shoots video at a maximum of 4K 60, with slow-mo at 720 at 480p, or at 480 frames per second, or 1080p at 240 frames per second. Super stable mode does as it claims, smoothing out footage effectively. A better feature better suited for active videographers or for recording while moving. The 16 megapixel front facing shooter is functional and sharp, though it tends toward a warmish yellow orange tint. Shots are detailed, but it also tends to overexpose subjects slightly, so expect to capture images with more brightness and less shadow. So the 1x zoom, the crop zoom is even less impressive when focusing on an object in the distance. Up close photography, portrait mode, and macro all function fine, if unspectacularly. There are moments of better capture and focus, especially in the right lighting. And it just gets relatively blurrier as you zoom in. So the performance. It this OnePlus 8 has a one eight sixty-five chipset. It gives 8 gigs of RAM with 128 gigs of storage or 12 gigs of RAM with 256 gigs of storage. The OnePlus 8 packs a Snapdragon 865 chipset paired with a Snapdragon X55 mod modem for 5G con connectivity. You can opt for either 8 gigs of RAM or 128 gigs of storage or 12 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. 
we tested the model with the 12 gigs of RAM and it scored a benchmark of 3401 just edging out Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra's score of 3300 so what does this mean the OnePlus 8 is as fast as you need it to be switching between apps and games without delay OnePlus's Oxygen OS skin for Android hasn't changed much from its predecessors. It's still a minimal overlay with a sleek look, although the app tray now has a slight transparency to let dynamic Android 10 backgrounds show through. So the battery on this is 4,300 mAh, and it has a 30T charger, which is pretty fast. So this is a bit above batteries in other flagship phones, for instance, the Samsung Galaxy S20, which packs a 4000 mAh battery. And the OnePlus 8 has a 4300 mAh battery, which is a bit bigger than the power packs in some comparable phones. For instance, the Samsung Galaxy S20 packs a 4000 mAh battery. We found it should be enough to last you through a day and then some of typical use. The OnePlus 8 comes with a 30T warp charge, which was an impressive development that debuted in the box with the OnePlus 7T, delivering 23% faster charging when it came with prior OnePlus phones. The charger lives up to its warp speed claims, getting our OnePlus 8 from 10% to 41% in just 15 minutes, and fully topping up the phone in just under an hour. Don't expect quite that impressive of a rate if you're using a different fast charger. As OnePlus told us, its phones are fine-tuned to get the most out of the warp charge 30T. The OnePlus 8 does not unfortunately have wireless charging, although the OnePlus 8 Pro does. And not just using run-of-the-mill wireless chargers either. OnePlus has released its own proprietary warp charge 30 wireless charger which juices up phones at a claimed 30 watt rate. Not all the handsets can support their that rate, but the 8 Pro can. It goes without saying, as it lacks wireless charging, the OnePlus 8 also lacks re reverse wireless charging. This isn't a feature we especially miss, but it is one that you'll find in rival flagships like the Samsung Galaxy S20 series. Given that the OnePlus 8's large battery, it would be nice to have um, a pair of wireless headphones charge off of the back. So should you buy a OnePlus 8? Well, if you want high specs and a 5G at lower cost, then you should buy it. Because much of us, uh, its predecessors, the OnePlus 8 packs a great specs at a lower cost than competing flagships, which in the case of this year's crop of 5G phones can get especially pricey. If you want best in terms of key specs, but you don't need a complete, complete set of bells and whistles, the A plus, the One Plus Eight is a great pick. If you want a lighter phone, then One Plus Eight will also be great. And also, if you don't, if you want a flagship without all, all, all the pricing. So it's a it it packs a lot of great specs with such a low cost that. I, I could recommend this to anybody who, who is looking for a phone. Unless you want the highest end specs, 
and don't really care for the price, then the OnePlus A Pro is the way to go. But you shouldn't buy this if you want a powerful zoom camera on your phone, or if you don't want flagship goodies like wireless charging, or you just want a cheap flagship. Alright, that's it for this episode. And don't don't forget, please check me out on patreon.com slash truetech to support me and to keep all of this going. Alright, that's it for this one. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank